The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 28th chapter. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but they doubted. As Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. The word of the Lord. I doubt it. Let us pray. May the words of my heart and the meditations therein be acceptable to you, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. There's an old sports adage that says, those who doubt, lose. It's pretty simple logic, really. You have to believe that you're going to win before you win. Many teams generate their playing profiles from this adage. Tommy Lasorda, it's rumored, used to sit down before big games next to players that were second string or first string and with a deep concern in his eyes, look at them and say, so, how do you think we're going to do today? And if the player showed any doubt, they sat the bench. Doubt breeds failure. To doubt that you can win means that you will not win. Then why, in this last chapter of Matthew, which is actually my favorite, this commissioning, this great commission, why is the culmination of the entire gospel being summed up in the disciples worshiping Jesus and they see him and they doubt? All of the teachings, from the birth through the resurrection, from death and whipping and teachings and miracles and feedings, being first-hand witnesses to all of these things. The disciples doubt. The Greek comes out and says quite bluntly, they all doubted. Yet Jesus comes and says to them, go. If doubt breeds failure, why is Jesus commissioning these doubters? Well, the answer is simple. The answer is, faith requires doubt. I doubt any of us can make it through any life without some doubt when it comes to our faith. Thomas Aquinas is credited with saying that faith is the certainty of things hoped for. Doubt is a vital part of faith. Without doubt we have certainty, and if we have certainty in ourselves or of ourselves, then we are not relying on God. Faith needs doubt because it's only when we realize that we don't know, that we can't know, that we aren't certain whether or not we can win of our own accord, that we will put our faith in God. Those thin places in life, death, sickness, birth, where we doubt in our own power or our own abilities, and we reach out to trust in Christ, 
those are the points that bolster our faith the most. So it's no wonder that after the birth, after the teachings, after the feedings, after the resurrection, Christ comes back and when the disciples doubt, he lifts them up. That's what God does in our doubts. God tells us the absolute truth that he will be with us until the end of the age. That all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him, to Christ, who has come back out of love for you. We can then go and make disciples and baptize and teach and preach and live our lives confident in the fact that God does not doubt us. God's love knows no bounds. God will never have us sit the bench. So have faith. Amen.